Hello and welcome to another episode of Snapshots Made Yesterday podcast. A podcast for tomorrow. It's another week and also an announcement week because next week Dollywood opens finally. We've all been waiting for it and we've talked about it a whole lot on this podcast. I don't think that's going to stop us from continuing to talk about it, but it's almost here. It's next week, June the 17th, Dollywood opens to the public, if all goes well, and maybe we'll get to see you too. Hello. My son is helping introduce the guest today on the podcast. Who do we have on the podcast today? Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. And he's saying hello to Jeremy. Jeremy, we hope that you are doing well, and we hope that all of you listeners out there are doing well as well. And I've got my guest today. It's fellow Dollywood insider, Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Hey there, how's it going? Doing pretty well. Uh, how are things out in Tennessee? Well, I'm in North Carolina. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm in North Carolina, but it's very close. We're close to well, Tennessee. Well, then we're both wondering how things are out in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I miss Tennessee. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, uh been doing just kind of the question deal with everybody. So Jeremy is a, he's a fellow Dollywood insider and so far I've got uh, had a couple of us on here but that's not all we are. We are people uh, that have normal everyday lives and just kind of, it's been a neat opportunity to get to know um, a little bit more about each other. So Jeremy um, I don't know your exact title um, with the church that you work with, but he's been going through, at least from what I can see, with churches switching to everything online, it looks like your job has become uh, much more involved than what it was. Right, it has. <laughs> <laughs> my, my title is Creative Communications Director. Oh, yeah! What so a that's a fun, yeah, fun title. What a fitting title, especially right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my. Well, okay. So, how? What got you uh, into the position that you're in now? Then, well, with the church, and then we can with move on to what you've had to change <laughs> with all of this. Yeah. Well, so I. Uh... I went to school for secondary English ed and Bible, and I taught for about 15 years in a private Christian school. I taught English, speech and communications, journalism, and um, Bible and drama. And then after about 15 years, I was just ready for a change. And um, one of my best friend's dad was is the pastor of the church that I'm at now, and so um, conversations just began, and they really sort of about eight years ago created this position, and uh, so I'm the first one to actually have it, and it's been eight years, and it's been great, but I, I just oversee the branding and our websites. We have two websites between – we've got an academy attached to our church as well. Um, I oversee all of our social media, which is a lot. A lot of ministries have their own Facebook or Instagram. Yep. I do, the, do a lot of the graphic design, most of it and oversee special events. And then I write a couple of productions a year for us to do here at the church. And so um, it was just kind of a weird way how 
all of that kind of meshed in together, but it was just sort of uh, my wheelhouse, some of, some of the areas. I always joke and say that I'm a jack of all trades and master of none, so I get to <laughs> have my hands on a lot of different pots. But a lot of great people here, a lot of great people that I work with, and that um, you know we've got great teams here of people who who work together on this. So I don't do it solo by any means, but I just right. get to oversee it, and it's um, it's a lot of fun most of the time. But it, it has, like you said, <laughs> it's for me turned into about seven days a week now during this time because we're doing online services. We've created an online campus on the website that you know we're putting out just all kinds of resources and support and help and fun stuff as well. So yeah, it's been a lot. <laughs> it's turned into a lot. I Well, and how interesting that, um, you know, you had all of that when you were a teacher um, and different pieces, puzzle pieces, and then you got to put all of those together in this position. It is. It's, yeah, it's, that's, it's fun. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, so Jeremy writes uh, some of the the perform or uh, plays, I assume musicals. Right, uh-huh. I guess is actually now. Do you write the music as well? I don't. I don't write the music. I wish I did. Something I always wish that I I had that talent, but I don't. But I do have some great people that I work with and have worked with through the years that write our music and put our music together. So um, I write the story and I write the script and the lines, you know, and then they kind of just put the rest together. That's pretty cool. And there, if if you ever come across, um, I mean, I have not attended your church, but I've seen the pictures that you do and the uh, the set pieces. And I mean, you all have a very nice setup there. It's it's pretty impressive to at least see even on the on the interwebs. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're blessed. We like I said, there's just a lot of talented people here in our church and so i can come up with an idea and i'll draw a lot of it out for them I'll, I'll sketch or draw ideas and then they'll take it and just really go wild with it and so i love that that always makes me really excited when they start building the set i get you know googly eyed over that <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it's fun seeing it come to life like that so well and and they're all volunteers you know everybody's pretty much a volunteer that does that kind of stuff with us and, and that, so that, that says a... that says something too about um, when you've got dedicated volunteers, you're, it weeds through. Um, I mean, at least where I where I am. Well, I don't do theater in a church, but everybody, you know, that it, when they're not being paid, it shows really fast who is going to step up, yes, and who's yes. not going to step up, um, but. It's a it's a different twist because your more your performances are religious based, so there's a I'm trying to think of how to word it. There's just a different feeling on volunteering, you know, your time and your talent and your services for something that's religious and something that's just for the common man, I guess. Um, and, and it brings, I would think it just brings a new, a new feel to it. It does. It creates a different kind of energy, um, different kind of atmosphere. And, you know, it's not uh, religious is a strong word. I think, well, yeah, more entitled that way. A lot of, I'll write, you know, what I write is more positive and and more fun kind of stuff. I, I don't get into really heavy type 
things. I do more comedy type stuff. And uh, that's just more where I'm comfortable. But it's always got a positive, encouraging message. And we do try to present the gospel and, and uh, all the stuff that, you know, we do here and that I write. But um, the volunteers just really, you know, they just they just create such a great atmosphere for us. In fact, all of our actors and everybody's pretty much a volunteer uh, makeup, hair, and they they all work in different areas of the industry. And they'll come in, you know, because they attend church here or right. have a connection with us. And then they just use their services here. And, and so it's really great. Well, and so I know you write, um, you write them. Are you working on one based off of the situation that we are currently in as a nation and as a world? Are you writing an uplifting one currently? Well, I'm currently working on Christmas for this year. There's an idea that we've had for three years and uh, just now getting to it. And that's the way it works sometimes. You know, you might you might sit on an idea for a few years till it starts coming together. Yeah. The, the one we're writing for this Christmas is uh, is really based on the home. And it's going to be during four different decades and how oh. the home, you know, the look of the home has changed throughout the decade, but the heart of the home really hasn't, you know? And so that's kind of the storyline that we're writing and we're, we've done something new. We started last, you know, November, just searching out people and asking them, tell us your favorite Christmas stories, your favorite Christmas memories, your favorite yep. Christmas traditions. And then we're playing off of some of their stories. We filmed, uh, filmed people telling their story and we're going to show some of those, um, you know, clips of some of that kind of during in between scenes while we do scene setups and stuff. So nice. It's I think it's going to be kind of uh, it's different. It's going to be different, and I think it's going to be kind of fun. Well, I mean, you've you have just added ownership to the to that show. It's not just coming and seeing a show. It's there's that ownership of yes, I remember when it was I or that was me. That's my grandmother. That's my grandfather telling that story. It's a whole. That's a whole different feel. That's that sounds right. like a, a definitely a feel good show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to we want to you know pull at people's emotions and oh, yeah. you know, help them remember really great things, but then also connect that with what the true meaning of Christmas is. And you know, no matter what our homes look like and what how how we grew up, good, bad, or ugly, you know, the the baby Jesus. That's the center, the gospel. That's the center of, of home for us as believers, and so that's really what we're we're drawing on. Right, and especially right now, uh, you know, everybody. Well, a lot of people are stuck at home. Right, <laughs> and there's there's a different feel. I, I was talking yesterday with Angie, and I was just saying. I mean, I you know, there are a lot of people w worse off than I am. I've still got a job. I have a home. I still have food on my table. I mean, I'm, I am incredibly blessed and I don't want to take any of that for granted. And out of all of this, I have been able to be home. I've been working from home. I've been home in the evenings. It's, we're recording this in the middle of May. And at my job, we have something seven days a week, every night in May. So if this hadn't been, you know, if this had not happened, I would not be home and I would not have spent this much time with my wife and son. And 
you know, you I, you try not to feel guilty when you say that, you know, it's a silver lining, but I mean, I, you know, I've enjoyed it and yeah. it's just been, but you have to look, I think you kind of touched on that too. You have to find, you have to find that silver lining. It doesn't matter. I mean, even, uh, even with Christ being born and his, and his sacrifice, what was the silver lining that came out of that? You know, it was sad, but there was something better that came out of that for for people. And I think that's, you know, I think that's just true in life, you know, that, that when you go through the bad, our pastor always says this, and I like this, that for every blessing, there has to have been a burden. So you can't have a blessing without the burden. Right. Well, how and, can, uh, yeah, how do you know, how can you celebrate uh, all the time if you eat cake every day? You're exactly. going to get sick. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, and then and then you have to get up and go, well, okay, I learned my lesson. I should not eat cake every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, so with what, what has been, challenge is a, is a hard word, but has there been anything that was the biggest challenge, um, during having to switch from having in-person services to now streaming online for your services? Was there anything that was just really difficult, at least at first, that has ended up being incredible? Well, I think part of it was getting the right times to go online. We, we do actually three services normally on a Sunday morning. So we, we, we're doing two online live services. The biggest challenge, though, once we've got the times figured out as to what what we could do on a Sunday, bringing a band in, you know, with the social distancing and right. 10 people or less, you know, there was a lot of strategy that had to go into that. But then our pastor, uh, he's, he really struggles without an audience. And, I, you know, I used to teach speech and communications in high yep. school. I understand what that's like. It's hard I to get, get up and perform or – speak without an audience and yep. so we really had to work through a lot of barriers with him because he, he didn't want to just sit you know on a stool and talk and a lot of a lot of churches are doing that and that's great because i've been watching a lot <laughs> but he really wanted to make it feel and look like you know he was he was in in there so he does it on the stage and we do it just like it's a real service and uh we just had to really work with him on how to strategically you know even placing the band out in the audience to listen to him you know, where there's like six people <laughs> sitting there, but spread out, you know, yep. and, and so that was probably the biggest challenge, but, and a lot of people didn't understand that, you know, they didn't understand why that was tough for him, but I got it. I totally got it because, and you would get it too, right? Because well, you're, yeah. you're in that theater Ask world. In any, I mean, I would say any of your volunteers too, that do your, your performances, there's oh, yeah. that, uh, there's the difference between rehearsal because you know, okay. There, there's nobody here. It's just a rehearsal. It's a different feeling when you get a bunch of people in there, and especially is, yeah. when those people are backing you. When you've got the, I mean, the when you can audibly hear just somebody, you know, agreeing or having kind of oh my, just anything like that. Right. It's it's different. So yeah, I mean, look at all the webinars that are going on now. I. And a lot, there are some really good webinars, and you know that those people have been doing them a long time. 
and the, yes. and you can tell the ones that just started doing webinars because they don't they just struggle and that's it's nothing against them it's just we are a people that are used to being around each other right exactly and that's that's been that's that's been tough you know not really having community and being around a lot of people and uh, I've, I've been working in the office, but our most of our staff has been only coming in like one one day a week. Yeah. That way we could kind of keep that number way below 10. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, and so but it's it's sometimes it's lonely even here at the office. You know, I think I, even though, you know, I just miss somebody being knowing somebody's next door or that somebody's going to be getting coffee with me or something. <laughs> yeah. And we've there. uh at my, I mean, I've been working from home a lot more um, in the past month, but even when I was in there, it's just weird that, you know, there's nobody around, and then, and we were just communicating through email, and then we did a, um, a, a Facebook call one day. Mm-hmm. It was just one of them wanted us to do something, and I was like, okay, we need to start doing this once a week because... Emails are one thing, but seeing faces is a totally different, you know, I can really tell what you're trying to say <laughs> right. when I see, and I'm just used to that. I I cannot wait to be able to gather. I just, I, uh, and that's me. I, I know there are people that, that enjoy what, uh, you know, kind of the distance. That's fine. But man, I can't wait to see my grandparents and hug my grandparents and go to the beach or something. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm having Dollywood withdrawals, you know. Oh, I know you are. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, man, oh man. It's uh, I can't wait to. I I want to go back. That's the that's where I always struggle right now is because I I tell my wife I'm like okay, when they when Dollywood reopens. Do you want to just go me and you, and we'll try to? Uh, our son can stay with my parent, but I hate to leave him behind too, because yeah. I just you know I don't know what the if I'm gonna have to wait two and a half hours to get on a ride, I'm not I don't want to have a, a three year old because he's right. not gonna want to wait either. So there's there's a whole there's a whole battle there right now. Um, now, do you think? I guess I'll ask, I don't know if you can tell me this, have your numbers, um, your viewers, have they increased over the past um, couple of months, or have they begun to decrease? Well, well, overall, they have increased. Now, in the last two weeks, they've decreased a little bit. We did a drive-in service in addition to our online for Mother's Day. Oh, okay. So that might be part of the reason that they decreased. Yeah. But... But we feel like, you know, typically anyway, beginning Memorial Weekend, our, our numbers go down for the summer. It's summer. Probably. Yeah. yeah, most churches do. And so we're we're expecting that. But, uh, you know, overall online, our presence has really dramatically increased, which has been, you know, I'm in marketing. So that's really great for us. It's right. Basically like free marketing. I'm not having to pay for ads. Right. And, oh, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And everybody's sharing it, and we're mm-hmm. getting comments from, you know, different states and Canada and different areas of the country even. And so, um, you know, that's exciting to know that that our church and a lot of other churches, you know, most of their churches are really able to get out into a bigger platform and 
other parts of the country and the world because of this pandemic that we're in. Yeah, it's it has it's opened a door that we didn't necessarily know that we could open. Right. And probably and obviously couldn't open ourselves. And then I think there's a I think it's interesting cuz it's it kind of seems like there's a desire um people are looking for answers yes. so you start searching around for answers and there's all all of this from from everywhere and you're able to see it yeah and across the world i mean it's just cuz we're it this is a worldwide <laughs> it's a worldwide thing it's, it's unbelievable and and then we we're we're doing this and we're putting out the content and it's going to be I I find it fascinating because I'm intru- I asked that question because I know you do the marketing side and I do the mar- kind of help with the marketing side of us and I do our social media and I'm interested to see where if it drops off or if it continues to increase and then once the doors open are those same people going to content like will you, will we gain new people yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm interested in seeing that as well. We, we're trying to do a really good job tracking and keeping up with the demographics now so that we can look back six months from now and see kind of did all that help. Right. <laughs> or right. did it not? And there may be a, you know, there may be a, a, a great falling away um, as everything begins to open. But then come November when when it's getting cold outside and it's getting darker early people may start turning back to that. It's it yeah. it is it's just fascinating. There there are just so many so many things coming out of it that's that's uh it's just really interesting. But all of you it that is. are out there and listening, if you are if you're struggling, if you're been put off from your job, all of that, uh I know I speak for myself. I think of you and my heart goes out to you. I hope, I hope everything works out well. And I would say Jeremy does the exact same. Yes. There's there's yes. a lot of people that feel for you, and we want the best to to come for you as well. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, We're praying hard. Uh, we just barely touched on Dollywood, so I do have to ask my uh, almost my usual question. <laughs> First thing you're going to do when you get to Dollywood. Hey, first thing. Oh, here we go. Cinnamon bread, <laughs> at heart song, right after I got off of Thunderhead. <laughs> so does that count? <laughs> that, I like that. That works. Yes. I've got, I've got it planned in my head. You know He's, how I can get to all three of those places right there. At the, you know, I can, I can see the, yeah, I can see the map in your head right now. He's got it. Oh yeah. A little triple A agent. He's got it all highlighted. Exactly. All right. And probably right. even timed. I know it takes me this long so exactly. I can get here, get in line. Yeah. Nice. I, yeah, I'm, this cinnamon bread must be pretty popular because I think it's mentioned every single time. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I know uh, Phoebe. Uh, if uh, Phoebe's a fellow Dollywood insider as well, she's uh-huh. um, she was going to try and make some um, of the cinnamon bread. She ended up making the cinnamon pancakes. 
I think did you <laughs> did you see that, Jeremy? Those cinnamon cookies. Yeah. Oh, but they look good. They look oh, great. Oh my gosh, I've got I have everything. I just haven't made them yet. I think I'm doing that this Saturday. I just mm-hmm. uh, I've got to try them because. Now my sister can she can do the Dollywood cinnamon bread and it's pretty spot on. So oh, this, it's pretty good. Does she ship? I'll I'll have to order some. <laughs> will Will FedEx bring it in a nice warm container? Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Can't I'm ready wait. to get back though. I cannot wait. Yep. Well, Jeremy, I appreciate you coming on today. Thanks for giving us the little story and and best of luck. Um, in the coming weeks and months as things go on. Uh, and I'll be interested to, to check out that Christmas story. I yeah, like that because it's too. kind of got, uh, in my mind, it, it's, it kind of reminds me of, you know, the Carousel of Progress at, at Well, Disney it's World. funny that you said that. That's what really inspired the story. Oh, okay. Um, just, just quickly, the lady who does our wardrobe, our costumes, had an idea to do something like this three or four years ago. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out in my brain how to make that, how to do it. And then I was in Disney in September, Disney World, uh, and rode the Carousel Progress, which is one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I, like while I was riding it, it just hit me. This is how we can do it. <laughs> yep. And so it's not going to be as elaborate, of course. But that that's funny that you said that. But well, I was going really... to ask if you were going to have a rotating stage, or at least a <laughs> rotating part. We are going to have uh, two rotating parts, oh. one, one with the house and the other. We're, I'm going to kind of have a narrator in the story who progresses through the years, you know, starting yep. out writing for the newspaper. And then he gets older and he's a radio DJ. And then then ultimately he's a grandpa. And he's he, his grandson's doing a podcast is kind of how, oh. how his story is going to end. So that's, we're going to travel that yeah. way. So that's pretty cool. That's and well, and I mentioned it because that. Life goes on and everything always changes, but it's that circle of life. It doesn't, there's, yeah. n- there's nothing new under the sun. We just kind of change the way that it's done. <laughs> right. We just, and, and that's all we do, you know, here is we just, we, we reshape it to connect with our community. Yep. You know, yep. And so that's, that's what However, we're doing. However, I mean, it, it's just, it's finding that new voice and that new outlet. Uh, and yeah. I mean, to, to your point with, all the social media. I mean, the the reach that you all have gotten uh, with the church during this time. I mean, that's you know, it's incredible. So it's <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to to see how that goes, and especially if you end up working this into it. This, yeah, uh, the, I know that'd be cool. The it? pandemic and kind of yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, very nice. Well, again, thanks. Thanks so much, and I'll be seeing you online and hopefully at Dollywood soon. Yes, that's great. I appreciate it. And again, thanks to Jeremy for joining me on the podcast today. So since Dollywood opens next week, and we've been waiting since March 15th, (laughs) I'm going to ask my son, what's the first thing you're going to do when you get to Dollywood? I'm getting on that train. What sound does the train make? Ah, chicka chicka. Is the train your favorite thing to do at Dollywood? Yes. What else are you going to do at Dollywood? Going to ride Dollywood Insider. Going to ride Dollywood Insider. That is a new thing that he has come up with. Is everything, it's going to Dollywood Insider and then riding a bunch of rides. And he likes to run around and say... 
Dollywood Insider. I love Dollywood. He loves Dollywood. I love Dollywood. Who doesn't love Dollywood? We hope to see you soon somewhere on the internet. Why don't you connect with me? Let me know uh, what you think of the podcast. If you would like to be on, shoot me a message or something. You can find me on Twitter at Snapshots Made, on Instagram and Facebook at Snapshots Made Yesterday. And remember, those snapshots made yesterday are the memories for tomorrow. I hope you have a day. See you at Dollywood. Hopefully we'll see you at Dollywood too. Thanks for listening. Who doesn't love Dollywood? Mommy. <laughs> Mommy loves Dollywood. <laughs>